It's only entertainment. Welcome back to the Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Looking at the Viridian deal tracker, we can see there's um, one more additional transaction for this last week, uh, but a $33.4 million lower volume than the previous week. So compare that to last year, two fewer transactions and $524 million lower volume. So average deal size was $7 million this week versus $70 million last year. And that's um, this is three equity deals totaling just uh, under half a million by AR Wellness, Columbia Care, Cure Relief, all skewing last year's totals uh, with some of those blowout deals. So uh, the volume of cannabis capital raised in the first two weeks of 2022, significantly lower than that of any other comparable period going back to 2018. And that could be a result of just the overall economy. We saw that legalization isn't going to happen with this administration or this, this term. Uh, so, you know, maybe in another three years uh, or something. Um, but also the overall economy. We're seeing a lot of, of inflationary pressures, um, housing, food, everything. And so a lot of SPACs, IPOs, a lot of, of inflation, um, speculation. And so maybe just a cooling of everything as people are going to take their money out of um, and, and maybe wait, wait for a correction, collapse, you know, retracement, whatever, uh, and then get back in. The decline in the stock price definitely not helping. So that's kind of putting a, uh, a little cooling period on, on future equity raises as well. You're definitely not seeing anything where it's pre-money valuation. Um, you know, if you, if you don't have, if you're not generating revenue, you're not going to get money from, from investors. So um, there's a retail revenue slowdown that we've mentioned before. Uh, wholesale prices are, are cutting back. Um, five months in a row for Washington State. California's had a blowout month, but then four previous months of steadily declines um, since August. So maybe this last month was an anomaly or maybe California will rebound. Uh, I don't think so though. Um, not sure why everyone seemed to have really good sales during Christmas. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe something will come out and we'll see. But um, there's all of these variants that people are worried about. People want to know about legalization and stocks aren't going to really move until that becomes more known. Uh, or at least the administration um, is going to be forthright in what they said. There's a, every candidate is going to give you a bunch of BS on their way to uh, being elected. They're going to tell you what you want to hear. And then we find out just how much of those promises come to fruition rather than just, um, you know, just saying what they need to, to get a vote. So I don't think we're going to see much. This administration is, is interesting. Um, there was a lot of promises and not a whole lot of action within the first year. In fact, the, the Biden only spoke to the press twice in a year. It's uh, unprecedented. So I don't think he's looking for accountability. I think he isn't even looking to be reelected, not to get too political. Um, but this is going to be based on the administration and, and who uh, is in charge. And I don't think it's going to happen with him. I don't think Biden ever had any intentions on being reelected. He's just pushing his own agenda, um, quantitative easing, printing of money and, and everything else. Um, I think that uh, 
it's going to be the lamest lame duck session in history after uh, midterms and Republicans take over the House and Senate. Um, it'll be unfortunate. Nothing will uh, happen at all. We're just going to have to wait for that to iron out. But um, we are seeing higher interest rates, um, which is a disadvantage for growth investing. So don't see that um, going away in the next three years. It's just not uh, not good for business, I guess. So um, what's going to take to break out of the cycle? You're going to have to have consolidation through larger public companies, M&As. Um, might continue to see that. So safe banking. I don't know if we're going to see safe banking uh, anytime soon. Um, more stock buybacks. You know, we talked about that on a podcast, probably see some of that because the executives get paid when that happens. And, um, you know, greedy investors want to see their stock price go up when I want to see it go into something that's tangible, put it into a product or service or advancement into the company. I don't just temporarily make the stock go up. That's not why I invest. I don't invest to make money temporarily. I want the company to do well. Um, I guess that's the idea. Um, now I just day trade because I don't trust any of them. So I don't invest in any company, zero. I just swing trade and that's it. So go to toroalerts.com uh, or on your iOS, Android app store, get Toro Alerts. There's stock alerts, uh, options. Our options alerts got a 50% last week, 17% this week. Um, you know, we launched in India and that the India stock exchange got 22%. Well, we got 136%. Uh, crypto, we were up 876% last year. Our flagship C3 fund was up 147%. Uh, we tracked the S&P for the last six years on average 43%. So if you don't know what to do, get Toro alerts and it'll alert you to when to buy and sell stocks and eventually crypto. <laughs> Back to your regular scheduled programming. So um, you're going to see heavy debt capital, uh, leverage buyouts, um, uh, and, and debt. So you don't even have to give out equity anymore. Um, cause I think that's more FOMO people. They're going to take whatever they can get. We've kind of been saying that recently. Um, I don't think it's all about how great the, um, market is, uh, the cannabis industry. Uh, and I don't think it's necessarily just about the risk and trust factor, I think a lot of it has to do with the, these investors are just going to take whatever they can get. Capital raises by sector. So companies raising capital. Um, there's only been, um, there've only been more than twice as many software company deals year to date than any previous year. So six companies, software media, there were quite a few acquisitions. They just kind of rolled those up. So that was interesting. Um, to see kind of that happen. But then again, everything else sort of has been curtailed. Cannabis stocks were slightly down. Uh, some of the ETFs were slightly off. S&P was down. Um, and yet we saw some gainers and losers um, in mid-January. Six equity deals totaling a little over $42 million. Largest equity raise was a January Denver-based um, Vanxed, they closed a $19 million Series B round. So for public company listings, only two of the six companies that raised capital, both trade in Canada on the uh, Canadian Stock Exchange, but neither trade in the US. When looking at 
equity versus debt, equity accounted for all six of the transactions. There actually weren't any debt transactions uh, last week. And then after hitting 91% in the previous week, debt as a percentage of capital raise in the trailing four weeks dropped to 58%, which is obviously significant, more than half. Now, although I don't expect uh, anything from banking bills, um, there are more stories like this where there, there was a company called Decibel, $50 million market cap Canadian cultivation retail company. They had they were working with a, a credit facility that announced an amendment and restated commitment for $54 million credit facility, increasing its debt availability to 20 million Canadian. So it's Connect First Credit Union. That's the lender on the facility. So the existing debt goes from 28 million to 40 million with a 12 year amortization. So they get additional $6 million overdraft facility um, against government receivables, seven and a half million line available once it achieves certain um, debt to earnings ratios and uh, other covenants. So um, fairly interesting because the debt is a fixed rate of four and three quarters. It's incredibly low. They have a long duration of 12 years and covenants that are reasonably achievable. So all in all, far better than a lot of the top MSOs that have been able to achieve um, working with uh, a strong, you know, uh, they have strong credit, but they're working with uh, a credit union to kind of give them that that access and, and give them that power in order to do so. Decibel is actually the fifth best credit among the 23 Canadian cultivation retail companies tracked between 10 and 100 million, but their credit statistics aren't nearly as strong as other US-based multi-state operators. You can kind of look at this transaction though and then get an idea of what it'll be like when banking is legalized and what rates you might be able to see. Incredible cost savings, four and three quarters percent is ridiculously low. It's phenomenal. It was like as high as 40% four years ago. So when you're looking at US uh, cannabis debt financing and where that might be headed post legalization with banking reforms. You're going to see pricing is going to improve by over 200 basis points. Debt ratios are going to head um, upwards with 280E relieving up free cash flow. You got public debt markets developing larger companies modeled after US high yield markets, competitive banks and non bank financing options increasing smaller competitors. And then a second and third tier multi state operators being able to borrow equity. Um, you know, without any um, limitations or, or anything that's going to affect them long-term. Look at mergers and acquisitions. There was only one M&A that closed for uh, just $530,000. Um, so not a whole lot. There is this valuation gap though, and it's going to increase and speed up M&As. Like we've talked about that capitulation is going to happen. You're going to see um, cultivation retail companies uh, projected um, 750 million in revenues. And so in contrast with companies less than 300 million, they're trading uh, with like half the, um, the consensus earnings. So you're seeing this spread widen um, considerably from, from larger companies with access to debt markets and capital and attractive rates, um, adding to their advantages as potential buyers 
um, to acquire some of these smaller companies that don't have that economies of scale. So the largest closed mergers and acquisition deal, the uh, Australis Capital, um, they're an MSO, and it looks like uh, there's a $500,000 consideration um, of Australis' stock. And it looks like they're buying loose, which um, the CEO is Terry Booth, former uh, CEO of Aurora Cannabis. So I don't know. He didn't leave Aurora uh, in great shape when they had to write off a billion dollars in malinvestment. So I can't imagine this infused beverage company, even though one of the faster growing segments is um, probably not worth buying. Um, but we'll see. M&A by sector. Um, the acquirers were um, M&A companies and targeting infused products and extracts in terms of public versus private. Um, the only acquisition was made by a public company. All in all, not a whole lot of deals, uh, considerably less this year than, than the number of deals last year by a significant amount, even though just a couple of transactions, it was skewed by some of those larger um, cap raises and, and deals that happened um, you know, last year, last month. So could be a cooling off period as companies kind of um, wait and see what's happening with regulations or other opportunities. Um, could be temporary or it could be uh, the beginning of a very painful transition into a bear market. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe or don't. And I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, my name is Leah Babrudi, and I'm the founder and host of Chicks Podcast, where I discuss cannabis, psychedelics, and other natural medicines. I not only interview people who use them as treatment for different conditions, but also the entrepreneurs who share their knowledge on how they built their businesses. If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you.